What's up, guys? Tyler Stewart here. This is the Outlaw Way podcast. Today, we're going to talk about tips to be successful in the workplace. You don't even have a workplace. It's a little different for me being a professional angler, but it is still a lot of work, a lot of dedication, a lot of time, uh, preparation. I mean, a lot of people that don't understand the fishing industry think, oh, you know, you guys just go out there and fish and catch your fish, you know, cash your checks and go home. But really, it's it's actually a lot more to it. I'm talking months of preparation, you know, from going to pre-fish these events, going to, um, you know, someone might be 15, 20 hours away, like Lake Okeechobee is our first event in January this year. I'll probably go down there in December and spend four or five days just looking around, not even pick up a rod. I mean, we're talking a lot you of not money. know how to Google? I mean, you just don't get the same, you know, I, I Google does. If you're just looking around, help. you're not going to touch a rod. I'd Google that shit and save my gas money. Uh, you're looking for a lot of stuff like underwater grass, you know, hard bottom. Just there's a lot of things that, that go into it. So that's um, that's why Cheeto don't catch fish like Tyler Stewart. Does. I catch fish. I think. And when Cheeto, is Tyler caught a fish? Cheeto, how many boat? How, how long have you had your boat? Uh, a minute. About a year and a half, I guess. How many bass have you personally put in that boat? I bet his carpet does not smell like fish. Twenty. 20 bass in a year 20 and a half? 20 bass in a fucking year and a half? I only went three times. <laughs> no. Oh. No. Oh, what? what? Oh, we ain't letting you off that easy. What? No, this dude fished daylight bass. to Okay, dark. well, in my defense, weeks, in my no defense, defense these no defense. two fuckers told me buy chatterbaits, <laughs> and then a week later told me it was out of season, and that's the only bait I had. So, I, I there, could there was a, nine weeks of that. I could throw a fucking rock. In a year and a half and kill more than 20 fish. <laughs> uh, hey, you know yes. what I'm saying? You can get more than 20 fish with a BB gun. You, you definitely need some tips for success for pro fishing. Okay, I asked the pro fisherman, give me some tips. You know what he says? Oh, you'll figure it out. But that is the only <laughs> oh, way you'll, to you'll figure, figure it out. out. I mean, it's different every single day. I'm going I'm to give you some insider shit here, Cheeto. I'm going to give you some insider shit. What you want to do is figure it the fuck out. You'll figure it out. That's, that's no, he game. tells you. He tells you what to throw, where to throw it, how to throw it, and then you're three days before you go fishing and you think the information's still the same. That's the problem. And then you call him, Tyler, it's raining. I'm on the opposite side of the lake on your waypoint. What do I do? Oh, you'll figure it out. Oh, that's the wrong waypoint today. That's, that's not oh, very good tips well. for success there, Tyler. I, all, all I know is tips for success in the construction industry are pretty cut and fucking simple dry. Show up a couple minutes early. Do your fucking job, and don't bitch about it. That's the most Just, successful. That's the most successful thing I can tell you is go out there. Stop complaining. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man. I'll tell you what. You got there on a big job, and you're a helper. Best tip for success I can give you is uh. Just fucking get it done. Son. How about your help? <laughs> just get just get it fucking done. Like when I tell you, hey, we need we need to string out about I don't know eighty foot of welding leads. And if you fucking hit that deep side as soon as I say 80 foot, I'm be like, well, well, fuck it then. I guess I'll do it myself. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. Or you're, you're already looking for somebody else. You already done put him on the other list. That's what I'm saying. And then, you know, a lot of people, you usually don't know what they're getting themselves into as far as that kind of stuff is like, if you hire in to do something, you better at least fucking Google what your job title is before you show up because you're going to have a rough fucking day if well, you show up and don't know what you're doing. It's like anything else. If you ring the bell, you're done. Yeah. So day one, first weekend, the first time you get that deep sigh or that oh man, right? You just rang the bell. I'm done with you. I'm moving yeah. on. I'll find somebody else. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care if you're here. 
That's what I'm saying. I think the best word to describe success in the workplace starts with the grind. You have got to grind. Oh, yeah. If you want to be successful, you have to. It seems like a lot of the people we deal with these days feels entitled, feels like they're going to get promoted because they're a good guy. Yeah. Uh, it, it just doesn't happen. Show up early, stay late, get the job done, act like you give a shit. Most people don't give a shit. They just don't. I'm telling you, and you know don't what's crazy? Don't stand around. What's crazy to me is I'll work with guys, and it's mostly new guys that really do this. They'll come out there to work, and they know what we did yesterday. And I'll tell them, we're doing the same exact thing again. And they're like, well, I don't really remember what I would do. How the fuck? Yeah, hold that's, up, hold how up. do you not remember from yesterday? How did yesterday? Roscoe just show up to the fucking I don't podcast? Know. I, just, oh, yeah. I, I just heard like, Roscoe. How the fuck? Like, I... One of the worst instances, we were laying out a whole entire floor plan for foot placement, I-beams, equipment layouts, just popping chalk lines. That's it. So I had a new guy. You know, he didn't really need to be out there by himself without some direct supervision yet. He didn't really know much about the construction industry. So I was like, well, you stay with me today. I'll show you how to use the tape measure real good, what the pop line chalk stuff, the kind of what a print looks like, so you can see some blueprint stuff. He did great. First day, you know, Burn a foot on the end of the tape measure. You know, this is where you need to hold it. This is how we mark lines on the ground. You know, we're going to etch some stuff. I'll teach you how to etch a line of concrete, blah, blah. Next day, come back. I'm like, hey, we're just doing the same exact thing we did yesterday. The man forgot how to burn a foot. Yes. Didn't know how to pop a chalk line. Fucked it up three or four times. We had to race the damn thing because it was popping crooked or looked like a damn wave running down through there. I'm like, man, we just did this for eight solid it, hours yesterday. And it's not just the forgetting. I just had this conversation last week with an employee. We don't do carpentry work up here. No. We're not carpenters. We didn't hire him to be a carpenter, but he works in maintenance and we're building out our showroom. We're up here doing some carpentry work. Yeah. So we're putting posts up. The first post, I don't expect you to know anything. The second post, I expect you to start getting my tools ready before I need them at this point. Yeah. The third one. If you ain't handing me my tools before I get ready for them, you wasn't paying attention. You don't want to be here. I'm yeah. done with you. Yeah, I have a two-week rule. New employee, two weeks. If after two weeks, you're still achieving, acquiring hard work, you, you still like act like your head's still in it, and you're still gaining a little bit, then, okay, we got something. But on day one or two, when somebody comes to me and goes, that dude's badass. He every time I see him, he's grabbing a broom or something. We're still within the two weeks. He's gonna fuck up before two weeks over. I promise. They stop caring about showing off and doing good because they we get have a track record. Yep. They get comfortable too fast. Yep. We have a track record. Every person I think we've ever hired is awesome. Day one, day two. Oh yeah. Day eleven ain't worth shit. And you know that is the biggest problem I find. No matter what the fuck you're doing in life, any kind of job or anything like that, day one, day two, day three, shit like this, you are aiming for the you're aiming for Everest. You're climbing to the top. You're determined. You're motivated. You want to be somebody. You want to do, you want to be that motherfucking guy. You want to be the baddest motherfucker there. You want to do a great job and shit. Shit, fast forward two, three, four weeks in. Shit, you're showing up because it's paying you. Yep. You don't care no more. You're it's not motivated. Exactly. You don't aim to be the best in the room at the job you're doing. Me personally, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all fucking out. When when I start something and there's 10 other people in the room doing the same thing as me, six months from now, 
I'll be the motherfucker that is doing the best out of everybody in the room. I want to be that guy. You have to have that, that mentality. Has succeeded. Don't you have to have yes. that mentality in professional sports too? I mean, if you're in a tournament and it's you're being grinding the entire time, and there's two hours left in the tournament, and you're how many ever pounds behind? I see a lot of guys like, oh, there's only two hours left. I ain't gonna win this. I'm getting it. And they're going back. But that dude that's still so out there, still happen. out there throwing that, that yeah. dude's gonna win. It doesn't take, but. A couple seconds to change your entire day out there. I'm sure it's the same way in, in all jobs. I mean, you know, as long as you just grind until the end, I mean, you do the best you can. I mean, that's that's kind of the, the deal. But another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was like, uh, you know, professional athletes, you know, grinding in that workplace and uh, TikTok, social media, different guys like that. I mean, how are these guys making livings, you know, with awful sponsors and, and stuff like that? Oh, so, so I do a lot of social media stuff, obviously, you know. But it's like this. As far as the social media world goes, if you do not put the work in, you're not going to succeed. I'm going to tell you something. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if y'all are paying attention, but I'm coming in hot. Y'all finna know me. Got that right. All my platforms. I'm putting it in. I can host a video and just make a video and post a video. Or I can spend 14 hours a day, edit a video, post a video, read my analytics for the last two days, Go through every single analytic on every single social media page I have. See my age, genders, areas I'm hitting. Where my where's my content dropping off at? Why do they stop watching this second on this video? What are my comments looking like? Am I getting shared here? Why am I not getting shared here? There's so much you can do every in every aspect of life and every job that you're going to do that if you just put effort forth, you're obviously going to be way up ahead. And a lot of people do this thing where they look for the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh yeah. But eventually, at some point in that journey from the start of the tunnel to when they're trying to get to the light at the end, they decide to sit the fuck down in the tunnel and relax because it's really not that bad in the tunnel. Well, you told me two things a couple of months back. One, one was several months back. One was about two or three months back. But the first thing you told me was content and context. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I, I didn't. I don't know if Any, I couldn't anybody relate to it in. or what, but I was trying to figure out the difference in the two how they relate to each other, how I put them together, all that. And then I kept asking you what I do, what I do, what I do. And you really wouldn't tell me anything. You kind of, you kind of tolerated my ass. You kind of, all oh, you'll figure <laughs> out. But then one day you spun around and said, I will start helping you and telling you if you start fucking taking it serious. It's like a light switch. You got to take shit serious if you want to accomplish a well, goal. It comes back to us being business owners. I we, take it We so expect serious. the same thing. Well, you better shit the hell you don't take shit serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we expect the same guys, thing out of employees. I want everybody on this podcast that does not have the time to invest that John does, yeah. that does not. I go home. I work on the ranch. I'm oh, mowing I, the grass. I'm repairing something. I'm fixing something. I'm working. I have... I have so much going on. I don't have time to stop and spend my day. You jump. But you jump for those but things. But I'm not going to. But so you jump for those. I want all the listeners on this podcast to prove to y'all by going and following my pages that the podcast is going to grow my social media and I don't have to post every single day. You but do you have just, to post every day, though, because you, the hours. That's what see, they say. You I want the listeners to prove to y'all that there yeah. is the everyday working guy. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I go to bed at 11 o'clock, and I'm grinding all day long. And social media is not my number one. Well, you just you said two things. First, he jumped on social media. 
So he's putting his time and doing everything That's his on, what, one. on what you jumped for. Number one was your business and, and farming and second and all the stuff that you jumped for and are doing. And then you made the comment that through all of the stuff you have going on, you don't have time for social media. You want this podcast to grow your social media. So you have half a day to sit down and make podcasts, but you don't have 10 minutes of post across your platform. Half a day, 40 minutes. Work ethic. See, this goes back to the tunnel analogy. People get in the tunnel and the tunnel's nice. The light's still at the end. Sometimes the light is not as bright as it usually is because you're not looking directly at it. You see, a lot of time the light at the end of the tunnel is just a fucking, you'll never reach the light at the end of the tunnel and it gets a little darker from times, but sometimes the reason you can't see it is because there's a dump truck full of, full of money sitting in front of it. You just got to walk a little farther to get the dump truck. For me, it's just, it's, it's been confusing because, you know, I, I look at these guys on social media that are doing really well, you know, and not knowing anybody like in the industry who is actually really killing it just outside looking in. Like these guys are posting quality content and getting all these likes and views and, you know, and all, all these promotions and stuff. But like for me, I've had, you know, professional photographers come out fishing with me, hunt with me and post it. And, you know, if you don't have that algorithm figured out on your platform that you're trying to push, it does not matter how good the quality content you're posting is. Yeah. Because you got to know what you're I'll doing. post a picture of a giant deer or a giant bass, like abnormally sized, you know, good, something that's trophies, know, trophy size or, you know, something that people want to, I would think people would want to see get a hundred likes yeah. and nobody even sees it. And, and it's because I don't post enough. I don't post enough content and guys, you know, that are posting every single day. You're not taking it serious, Tyler. You're not taking it serious. But, but I, I'm wanting to, you know, to get more, to dive more into it, try to post every day. I'm starting to understand after being around, being around you guys, you know, that that is actually really important. You know, I've always been one of those guys. I don't want to post every day. I don't want to be that guy that's like, looks like he's begging for attention. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, hey, look at this, look at this. You know, I don't want to be that guy. But um, but it's came to the point to where you have to be that guy. You have to be yeah, that guy. You got to be that guy. And that's my, that's my whole thing is if I'm in a room with people, I want to be that fucking guy. If we're on a subject and I know about it, that's because I'm I'm in it. Like, I'm hardcore into it. Like, social media for stuff goes like that. Or hell, really, when I started welding, let me put it like this. When I started welding, I sucked. I'm talking about fucking bad. Like, was grinding it out, calling somebody else to come over there and weld it for the first couple months. Like, I was not good at all. And I didn't put a lot of effort into it. And it's, that's why I was terrible at it. Eventually, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I had a buddy who had a welding machine. He lived down the road from my house. I would go to work all the time, every day, in and out, bullshit around, do what I could do. But when I got off work, I would go over there and burn rods, burn rods, burn rods, horizontal, lateral, what, whatever. And it got to the point to where I was practicing so much after work, I was welding more after work than I was at work. And eventually, I got so much better at it that I welded full-time at work and never at home yes. because I put the effort and motivation into it in my spare free time. Because it's like this, what, what do they say? It's like uh, 30 minutes a day for four months, you can learn a language. Just like, just like yeah. anything like that is like you put just yeah. a little bit of time into it over a long period of time, like 30 minutes a day to do something for four or five months. You're going to be pretty motherfucking good at it in four or five months. Yep. You're no absolutely what it is. right. Everything takes a lot of effort. 
It does. A lot more effort than most people realize. Yeah. And it, you know, they see they see our companies, they see the business. Yeah. And you get out what they, you put in. Mm-hmm. You know, I do at this point over the last couple of years, me and Cheeto has taken the time to do a little bit of fishing and we do go on hunting trips and we do there was a lot of years that there was no time for that. Yeah. I didn't have time to hunt. I did not have time to fish. I didn't have time for anything that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But we had to put that time in. We had to, you know, weld more after work than before, than yeah. at work. We had to put in the hours and the time. But I think to boil it all down, it is an attitude thing. You know, I heard Steve Harvey say the other day, improve your attitude and you'll improve your altitude. Got and that, that right. really stuck with me because it is 100% your attitude. How is your attitude toward work? How is your attitude toward what you're doing? And then obviously prioritizing what you do you know like i said yes we do the social media thing i'm i'm all about growing my page i need to uh, but at the same time it's uh i have a lot of things that's more priority than that you know a lot of people enjoys us sharing what we do in business but i have to put the priority on running the business second to showing people what we're doing on social media got that right now yeah i say fuck it well, there's a let him run the business. I'm just going. Y'all finna find out who Cheeto. I mean, you're. I mean, look at you, John Michael. I mean, you got how many followers on TikTok? I think I'm like 4.4 million or something like that. I mean, just your following alone, posting about Outlaw Way or Outlaw Ordinance or the guns. I mean, that's getting put in front of four million people, and that is a huge amount of people. Got that right. There is not a billboard that you can put on the side of the road and get that many. You know, for sure. No, you're talking about the the way the world has shifted. Okay, I, I'm not going to get political. I'm just using it as a reference. But our government right now, if they want something pushed, mm-hmm. they reach out to a Kardashian. Yeah. Or they reach out to a Nicki Minaj. The they reach out to somebody media. like that because they have a 30 to 40 to 50 million people following. You can't get that on any well, media is, channel, any news network, nothing. It's that one person that Kim Kardashian's got more of a following than Fox. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So out of our local news stations around here within like a hundred mile radius or so, I get more views in a week on my social yeah. media platforms you ain't shit. than they do in a month. You ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, they told me I wasn't shit the other day, though. <laughs> yeah, that I was know, hilarious. Did, they, I did, did they ask you who you were at the uh, boat show? Oh, yeah, yeah. So if y'all don't know this, there was a, a boat show down here, and I went to it to meet some people and hang out and just have a good time, you know? And uh, they had a big sign up at their local news thing, and they were like, looking for local talent, you know, if anybody wants to come over here, blah, 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 blah. I walked over there, and I was like, hey. I'm here. I'm here. Like, what's up? Like, we could probably do something together. Like, they're like, what do you do? I was like, oh, well, I'm kind of like a comedian, I guess you'd say, but I do a lot of social media stuff. They were like, yeah, no, you're just you're just not what we're looking for. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> they okay. said you, you ain't, ain't shit. Said, ain't but shit. hey, in the same deal, like I said in the last part. Oh, but hold on, but, you, you got to add this. The dude offered him a piece of bubble. Oh, gum. yeah, they had a big tray of candy, and it was like, he's <laughs> but it like, gets better, man. You're not what I'm looking for. So he handed me a piece of gum. I was like, I was like. Ah, you know what? Fuck it. You yeah. know, whatever. So he came back to the booth and he's like, they just told me I wasn't shit. Yeah, that's the Well, then shit. he goes home and does a post about it. Yeah. The entire upper echelon board of this media company that owns this I news had the station news director, the weatherman. Begging uh, him. Everybody. To, to They're not, like, hey, can we, can we maybe, you know, sorry, you know, blah, 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 blah. Can we maybe get together on something? I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, let me get back with you. We did a I shirt. I never got back with him. I would have had to have offered him a piece of gum. We did a uh, shirt. We did a Hubba Bubba shirt. Yeah, Humble Bubba. Humble <laughs> Bubba shirt because he got humbled yeah, at the you better Monroe humble Boat also. Show. Yeah. That's good shit, though. But, but back to the topic. Tips for success in the workplace. I mean, realistically, it's just simple. have a good attitude. I, I think Steve Harvey also said this because I see him all the time. Dude walk, drops wisdom. He man. does. He says, uh, walk in with a smile and you'll climb a mile. There you go. Walk in with a frown, you might as well sit the fuck down. Yep. Yes. And that's some good shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. if you are motivated and happy and try and make the best of any situation, whether it's work, life, or anything like that, if you bring a good attitude into a workspace – Everybody's going to want to work with you. Yep. Everybody's going to want to be around you. And you can fuck up at 100 miles an hour. But if you're having a good time doing it and you're not a dick, yes. people are going to try and help you to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Like you will always succeed if you have a happy, positive attitude in your workplace against somebody who's just a fucking. Yes. And it's also from, from the other side, from an employer side, uh, me and Cheeto deal with it constant. The opposite, the bad attitude is cancer it is it will destroy these people individually don't seem to notice it yeah they are destroying their whole world around them they are bringing an atmosphere around them of just misery yeah and i and i hate us i hate a motherfucker that's just <sighs> you have bad days or pitiful me, me. we you have bad days yeah, i get it for everybody sure. has a bad day and we all know as a company this guy's having a bad day We'll just leave him alone, stay away from him. We'll start right. over tomorrow. Yeah. No big deal. But when your bad day turns into week after week after week. It never ends. I mean, come we, on, like, man. How fucking bad is, it that is your fucking life? Bad? Come on, you know. We part ways with him. Like, yeah. You got to, just, but you got to be positive. Yeah. You got to have some kind of ethic. Try, you know, put effort forth and admit when you're wrong. Oh, it's yeah, really simple. Sure. If you want to climb any ladder, I don't care if you're corporate, blue collar, traveling, Working at Sonic, it doesn't matter. If you go in there and give a shit and have a smile on your face and be happy and admit when you screw up, I promise you, you're going to go somewhere. Now, everybody is different. It might be a week for this guy and three months for this guy and a year for this guy, but you're going to get somewhere. Got that right. And I'll tell so you how does your trips go, Tyler? Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, Brian. no, you get shit. How's your trips go on the water when you get in that boat, go out there with a bad attitude? What do I always tell you, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you go in, into the day negative and you know no confidence in yourself, you're not going to have a good day. And then when you go out there and you lose that first fish and, you know. So literally that bullshit attitude travels through the fishing line and tells the fish don't bite. He'll text I'm us and give you. us updates on how a tournament's going. And he'll say, you know, this happened or that happened. My response every time is just go have fun, just go fish. Yeah, just enjoy what you and, do. And that's and, and that's you know easy to say. I know. Yeah, <laughs> very easy to yeah. say. But it is. Um, and I'll, and just like Cheeto just said, you have bad days. Yeah, it's when you let those turn into bad weeks and bad months that it becomes a problem for right. everybody around you. And it is easy to say go have fun or suck it up or it'll get better or whatever the cliche is, but they're all true. Yeah. And if you do take a second to to step back, breathe a little bit, and go, you know what, I'm I'm not having fun, or I'm being an asshole, or I'm treating that person like shit, or whatever it is, and and correct it the best you can, it'll start to get better. As it starts to get better, your correction will get better. And before you realize it, 
you've flipped the entire thing around. Got that right. It's cra- it is crazy. And, and momentum and stuff is so real. Like, you know, you start having good days and it turns into more good days. And then just like it snowballs. You, you start snowball having effect. fun, you know, it's and it's back to, you know, yeah. why just, you did this in the first place. You do get in a rut sometimes and it is extremely hard not to get down on yourself. I mean, in any business, I mean, you have a bad week, you have a bad month or whatever, you know, money starts getting tight. You know, you, just like me, you have three or four bad tournaments in a row. Well, that was 15 grand, 20 grand. You just threw out yeah. the window. You got to get a little fuck it in your system. So yeah, got that when right. it gets to that, yeah, it's sometimes hard to keep a smile on your face, you know, but at the same time, just like Nakia said, Nacho, you know, you got to go out there and you got to have fun. Whatever happens is meant to happen. And you just got to go roll with the flow. And my, just, my big thing is, man, as far as just construction work, general shit like that, ask fucking questions, man. If you want to be successful, yeah. ask people that know what they're doing, how they're doing it. Yeah, but I think we should define that, though, because it, just asking, don't ask stupid fucking questions. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of stupid questions. Right. I don't know how to phrase it. But because you don't work. <laughs> around so, so all the people that- it's like this though but out there and the, i've had a lot of helpers new hires they're always new hires they're always like 18 19 fresh out of high school you know they don't really know what they're doing in life yet but they want to try construction out and that's awesome i love it when young guys do that young girls do that it's awesome but they'll come out there and I'll, you know I'll like i'll hand them a matabo or a cutting disc or something like that and i'm like hey swap this out for me real quick we're gonna cut some metal and they will just try and fuck with it for 15 minutes instead of just saying hey i don't know how to change that blade can you show me well, the stupid questions Cheeto's talking about is we take metal and degrease it to prep it for paint. Yeah. Somebody will say, oh, why don't we soak this in motor oil instead? Huh. That's a stupid question. Yeah, that, that's a little rough. That stuff literally is nonstop of stupid. Yeah. Or, or somebody comes to you and says, what, what do you want me to do today? I want you to do this, that, and this. Walk off. Yeah. An hour later, they come to you. Okay. What, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, you already done that? Well, oh, oh, you want me to do it now? <laughs> yeah, as people, I just feel like people assume that you fucking know everything when realistically, like me, I don't know shit. Like if I'm going to go do something at work, like changing out a gearbox or anything like that, a couple questions is going to fast forward me to a whole better situation. Like, Okay, well, I'm like, you know, do you know if it's like the shaft's got to come out the back, the front, like you want to take the whole fucking motor off? Like, just questions in general, if you're not really sure about something, makes the situation so much better. Even if they're not great answers, at least you get fucking something because it's better to know than not ever ask. Well, I know, Nick, I know Nacho is, is on the same level I am with this, but we talked about this a few podcasts back, but our generation came up with a, a pretty good array of knowledge because of the way our, our parents raised us and, and, and what we did. So we kind of know a little bit about, you know, all the way around, but I don't know everything. Yeah. And I will never know everything. And I'm constantly learning. So the whole point is to take the knowledge that was given to me by my father or my uncle or whoever, by the experience of something I've done, and then by somebody else, by asking questions, combine all that knowledge and be the best at it that I can be until I learn more knowledge. But this generation don't do that. Yeah. They don't have a fucking clue. They're never well, going to have a fucking there's clue. A lot they of want you to pay that, them anyway. There's yeah. a lot of things that everybody 
We go through a lot of employees that when you ask them to do something, they feel is beneath them. Oh, yeah. Nothing's so, ever beneath you if you're on the clock. So you me, Never. If, I am a, if, if I'm asked to sweep this floor, it is going to be swept better than it has ever been swept I'm a, before. Yeah. I'm a high-priced fucking broom pusher, baby. That is what I was fixing to say. You know? I, I get hired in here. We have guys that's – they're a CNC operator. Yeah. You walk through the back. I don't really give a shit who you are. If yeah. I'm walking through the plant and there is crap on the floor around your machine and I walk Clean by and up. say, hey, man, can you sweep this up? And they act like sweeping is beneath them. Yeah. It's like you're making $22 an hour to push. I will push a broom all day You can long. sweep your ass to the unemployment line. That's you what know? I'm saying. It's, it's, uh, it, it's amazing how much people think is beneath them. They, they, they think, oh, but it's the way you get to the top. It's the way you climb the ladder. Got that right. And going back to y'all's age group and stuff like that. So me and Tyler, we're late 20s. Y'all are what, early 70s? <laughs> early yep. 40s. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stop replying to you <laughs> at all. But, it, but it's like this. Your generation is the generation that I think of when I think of the phrase jack of all trades. Because you know just a little bit about everything. And it's all, I don't know the whole saying, but I know... The brief of it. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yep. Jack of all trades is better than a master of one all day long, every day of the week, because a master of one can walk in and not help a fucking bit in any situation, but a jack of all trades, he can walk in and help you. Because, well, I've done this before. I've done that before. I've dabbled in or he this. he can give you enough knowledge to get down what you need to, to do and maybe yeah. learn a little something, but then from that point, you need to keep learning. And, and Got that and right. But, like, I, I always get this thing where – People will ask me what advice I would give them if I well, I want to get into this very specific trade. I'm like, do you know anything about that? Well, no, but I want to get into it. I'm like, why don't you learn just a little bit about everything that is available to you that's easily available to you? You know, you got a cousin that's an electrician, a brother-in-law that's a welder. Why don't, why don't you know, ask them some questions? Because you will be happier if you can do a little bit of everything instead of walking into a room where you have master's degrees, you have all this college education or votech education, you can do this one thing, the best of anybody in the room. But you can't do a fucking thing the ninety percent of the other time because it doesn't have anything to do with what you want to do. You just so learn top, a little bit about everything. Top five things that you need to know or do to be successful in the workplace. Attitude number one for me. Me too. Attitude without a doubt. Attitude. Uh, just hard work and the grind. Okay, so we got hard work and grind. In my Shut opinion, up the attitude and listen. makes Shut up and listen. Makes you Shut up and listen. Pay attention to what's going on around you so you can understand the situation that you're in constantly. Don't a show big up one for me is, like Nikki was saying earlier, if we're, if we're putting posts up, on the first post, I get it. Second post, uh, third post. You should know what the hell you we're doing. Be it's repetitious it, you know? work. And if you're, gonna if do you're the paying attention thing. and you shut up and listen and you got a little bit of effort, then you should be putting that post up. Yeah. I should be on number four. Like we should be doing this together. And you and you need to be be able to held accountable for your actions. Admit when you're wrong. Admit when you're wrong. And it's like this. If you tell somebody, okay, well, I'm gonna be there tomorrow to help you, I'll be there at seven, and you don't show up till nine thirty. Homie, I don't give a fuck if you're the best yeah. hand in the whole entire world. I don't yep. give a fuck. If you didn't yep. show up what time you told me you were going to show up, I don't need you anymore. I made a yep. point my entire 
coming up, if I was supposed to be there at seven, I was there at six thirty. Got you. Be be if you're not on time, be early. Be early. And early is better than on time. Well, it is okay. if you are not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. If you haven't rose to the level that you want to be at, you need to be working from daylight to dark. And you need to be working off the clock. Got that right. You need to be you need to be doing like he was saying, you're down to your, your neighbor's house welding your your, yes. your trade. In Got my right. younger days, you didn't have YouTube and Google. No. Man, these guys, you can learn anything you want to learn on there. Yeah. Turn the TV off, off work, put your phone down, and go get some work. When, when you get off work, go watch some videos about what you're doing. Yeah. We have machines back here. We'll hire a machine operator that we're going to train. Then you'll have one guy, you hire him in, he comes in. He has been Googling your machine all night. Yeah, he knows <laughs> shit. He knows something. Yeah, at least I turned on. It, at least, and all that showed us was he had the right attitude. That's yep. it. That's all I wanted to see. I don't care that you really learned a ton. I want to know that you had the right attitude. We interviewed you. We showed you what you was going to be doing. And you went home and took the initiative to look up the machine and see something about it. So it's it's attitude for me. So, Tyler, give me some tops on being a professional athlete. You know, it's uh, obviously a lot of hard work and dedication depending on, you know, there's obviously a, di- a bunch of different things that you could do as far as whether it be football, baseball, you know, motocross or something in the outdoor industry. Um, you know, for me, performance is very important, but actual social media presence, like we talked about earlier, is really important. I mean, I'm just a rolling billboard down the dang highway. You know, my sponsors are bull not necessarily yeah, bull rap, bull rap. Like we mentioned earlier, you know, my sponsors, they're paying for the recognition they're getting driving 60,000 miles a year with a truck and boat across the dang country. And I feel like they're getting a pretty good deal for that, you know, but. Well, it's because you're cheap. <laughs> and that's another thing about it. You know, in our industry, people sell themselves so short. You know, we just talked about what's it cost for a billboard on the side of the road? Three grand for, you know, for just three, one. Three grand a month. Three, that's what I mean. Uh, three grand a month. It's about where they start. Yeah. So, like, that's for not a us, great one. No. People are into appearances now more than they are what they're actually doing. So, it, they would rather somebody just wrap their boat so it looks cool. Well, that's what that's what happens, and they do it for free. I mean, I literally had this conversation with one of my sponsors yesterday. We were negotiating a price, and I said, I'm not doing that for less than this. And she said, well, I've got so-and-so doing that literally for free product. And I'm like, well, they sold themselves short. I'm not doing that for less than this. And that's what we have to deal with. I mean, you've got a lot of people out there that do have – mom and dad's money that are out there doing you know the fishing deal you know and they're on that dime so it doesn't matter as long as they look the part then they're good and sponsors take advantage of that so that makes it tough for us but back to your question as far as just being successful in like a professional athlete standpoint i mean just like anything else you know just hard work dedication setting your mind to it you know you're not always going to have good days and it's going to be a grind and you're not going to start at the top I mean, you never own anything, so. Got to work your way up for sure. So, I think we hit the nail on the head. I think we gave you some good points on how to succeed. And- there, there is just one more thing. I want to. I think one of the biggest things, too, is 
stop being so content with being average. Man, I can't stop being it. so fucking mediocre and just enjoying it. I don't know how people stop do it. Being that, if you you can be so much greater than you are in life, in work, in in your love life, anything like that, you can be so much better. I don't understand how people wake up settle. and want to be. How, why would you want to settle? I don't get that. Me and him have had conversations about this. Me and Nacho, I'm sorry, I'm poor name, like they can see both of us. <laughs> uh, me and Nacho have had conversations about this. Me and my wife had conversations. Me and you've probably had conversations about yeah. it. But how does a person go from like, let's just say they average X amount of money and they average X amount of house and they're just, they're there for 40 years. Yeah, who, who wants? Why would people not but go from forty are, grand to there, eighty grand for extra thirty minutes a day of a little effort? There are a lot of people out there that are content with that. But why? I I don't understand. What's the mindset? Fuck I don't, being content with being I, mediocre. I don't get it. As a matter, everybody that's here on this podcast is successful. We've built major companies, but everybody does not want that. But you know, as soon as we right now, are yeah. at a point where this company's running itself, we're going to go start another one. I'm not just going to say, well, oh, well, we're good. No, I'm, I'm well, yeah, let's go make another I fucking million dollars. I be climbing the mountain. I'm going to get to the us. fucking. And me too. And I'm going to do stuff out of my comfort zone. You know, any way I can make an extra dollar. Yeah, you I'm talked about it, it on the last podcast. Your ball's in the wind. We got it. Huh? <laughs> now, when you've employed a lot of people, you, you start to see that. Number one, everybody is motivated by something different. You know, I've employed a lot of people before that money did not motivate them. Yeah. They didn't need the money. They didn't want the money. They, it, they didn't even care. You could give them a raise. It did not motivate them. That's not what they were motivated by. Yeah. So my point is everybody is motivated by something different. Everybody has different. Johnny's Pizza. Different goals and different. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, it's, it's just. Everybody don't think like us is what I mean, I'm telling you. It's funny, but you Everybody order pizza. Should think like me. You I, order pizza, your entire staff gets happy. I don't get it. Like, yeah, like uh, why? Are you, great job, guys. We're getting pizza. Fuck yeah! So, yes. <laughs> so I got this guy on TikTok. I follow. His name's Felonious Fluff. That's he's, where I got it from. He's fucking pizza, hilarious. Right? He always does that pizza video yeah. shit. And it's like he made one the other day. Uh, you know, the manager walked in. Guys, great news. We have exceeded our company's expectations by 17 million. We're the highest money bringing in branch in all of America. We're the top number one motherfucker. So we're going to reward you guys with some $5 hot and ready CC's pizza. And they're like, Woo! what the f bitch? You better give me a porterhouse and a raise. Okay. Stop. Stop accepting such mediocrity in your life. When you wake up in the fucking morning, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to be the best motherfucker I can every single day. From this point forward, I'm going to do my best, give 100%, and I'm going to be a good motherfucker. I'm going to have success, and you're going to live your life better every day. It's going to consistently get better. Yeah, you'll have down days, but who gives a fuck? S stop waking up and just humdrumming it through life. I guess. What, 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 what is that? I, I don't like it shit. Well, we've gave good answers. We've got good topics talked on. We've, we've gave some information out, so... Tyler, shut us down, man. Well, I mean, like you said, everything was good as far as like the answers and the questions and stuff. So it's always one. Time. Hold on. It's always one weird question at the end. Always one weird question. Oh, yeah. End. We do got to do a so, weird question. So, well, so, we got to we got to wait till the our community gets back to us on the silverback 
silverback and grizzly grizzly now. thing. We, you know, what I mean, but I mean, how many people does it take to spider monkey? Sp- fucking no, a, an eight year old toddler. Yeah, oh, you gonna go with an eight year old on a spider monkey? Yeah. Oh, I got okay. one. I got one. Speaking of kids, this one's a little explicit. If you don't want to get explicit, and we have this rated as explicit, you best yeah. leave now. How many 10-year-olds in a wide-open field would it take to bring you down, Cheeto? How many 10-year-olds could you handle? There's not enough 10-year-olds. You're full of it. No, there's enough. No. There's enough. There's enough. A 10-year-old's mindset is all I need because the first 10-year-old, I'm knocking him the fuck out. (laughs) I'm I'm raising his ass eight foot off the ground. He's going backwards and all the other 10 years are like, fuck this, I'm out. Could you morally do it? How long? How long? Oh, if we're down to a point where I'm in a pasture and I'm surrounded by 10-year-olds, some of them are getting fucked up. Hold on, you gotta wait. You gotta gotta put yourself and paint the picture. You're out in the middle of a field, fixing the cow water. You look up and there's 40 10-year-olds walking across there. They're going to beat just, your ass. You don't know that. They're, you don't no, know uh, that. I know they're that just, for sure. Uh, uh, they're just I'm coming. on my property messing with some cows. Out of nowhere, 40 10-year-olds show up. They're just Today's walking. the fucking day. <laughs> like, just, oh, it's on now, so baby. You're, so you're going to the old haunted haunted movie type of set. Oh, I'm like going to Walking 40 Dead. 40 10-year-olds coming out of <laughs> the I'm going to Walking Dead. I'm going to kill all of <laughs> them. Children of the corn. Children of the corn fucking RV Express. They pulled a Greyhound up at your house. Fucking 40 so. kids. But <laughs> 40 kids is taking you out. Because yes. eventually you're going to yes. get tired. One of them's going to nah. kick you in the nuts and you're going to be down. One nah, nut shot. I'm, I'm fucking some 10 year olds up. Nah. <laughs> no chance. All right, guys. Tyler, take us out. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week and uh, look forward to uh, having another podcast soon. Awesome fucking exit there, awesome. Tyler. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. That was I told, great. Hey, I told y'all don't put me on the spot. That, that, that was amazing. When we do the captions, we're going to have to hey. put so many fucking comments. <laughs> There's only one way, guys. <laughs> There's only one way and it's the outlaw way. We'll see y'all next time.